Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Washed Athlete Podcast. We are a group of guys talking about whatever, life, sports, movies. Check out our other content. Uh, we have like hour-long podcasts that we release every week. But today, we are here to talk about She-Hulk because She-Hulk kind of ended a little bit ago. A lot of us had kind of waited to binge it, so it had been a little bit time coming for this review. But we are excited to talk about it. It's been a little bit of time since... MCU dropped the project or like that like She-Hulk was like 10 episodes nine episodes long so it kind of been a really long time since we have talked about Marvel so like when I binged it all I was like wow like I had to get back into the MCU mindset so there's honestly a lot to break down with She-Hulk I think there's a lot of different opinions about there on media it's it is show with a lot of probably defenders we'll get into a little bit of all that but general general thoughts guys oh make sure if you're watching this make sure you drop a like comment subscribe if you're watching over on the audio podcast make sure you drop a review it really helps us out We'd love to produce these things, so if you keep liking and commenting, it'll really help out us, us a lot. So, just going right into it, guys. What did you think about She-Hulk? Every episode was a filler besides the last two. So, I didn't hate the show. That's my opinion. I didn't <laughs> think it was the greatest show in the world. I didn't think it was the worst show in the world. It was fine. It was different, which I really appreciated. It was a much more grounded show. It wasn't the end of the world, like I've been saying for the past, what feels like years, where every single Marvel product is the end of the world. This one was literally just like, hey, she's a lawyer. That's the show. And like, I kind of, I really like that. Um, And I think we'll get into some other stuff that I'll have some strong opinions about later. Uh, about some cameos and stuff like that but overall i did enjoy the show yeah i tend to agree i finished watching it and i let our group chat know and i was like it i liked it but i think what highlights the show is in the word inconsequential yeah like there was nothing of consequence happened in almost any single episode at all Mm -hmm. so like i'm wearing a spider-man shirt today as like Spider-Man Far From, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was so consequential for the MCU. The show is the exact, well, this movie was so consequential. This show is not consequential at, remotely at all. Spider-Man No Way Home, super consequential, changed everything about the MCU going forward. Even WandaVision, the TV show, changed a lot going forward. This doesn't change anything for me. Literally nothing. It puts no impact even on the Daredevil the Daredevil show. It just doesn't put any impact on it. It's not going to change what he does in his show. Um, mm-hmm. We do get a little bit of interesting stuff with Bruce Banner that we can get into a little bit, but for the most part, nothing happened, but I almost liked that. Like, I didn't watch the show with states and expectations, exactly. so I did really like the lawyer aspect of it. Um, if you take mm-hmm. out Daredevil, we don't have anything like lawyer profession-wise in the MCU. So I think that was really refreshing. I think like I liked hearing the court cases a little bit, like even just like, a little bit of court, even though they were like really like cut and dry court cases like mm-hmm. they were interesting i think the actress i forgive me i don't know her name um whoever That's played Tatiana Jen, something I don't yeah her last name. she does a gr- she does a great job as like mm-hmm. a- as the actress for jen the person like i think jen is a super witty character i think she's relatable um so i think that they do a really good job with that um i think nikki who is uh the paralegal for jen is a super good character in the show as well. I think Emil is a super good character. So I think they actually have a lot of individual good characters in the show that I enjoyed seeing. And I was actually invested in every single episode about like what was happening. Like I was, I don't know about you guys. I was invested in like Emil Blonsky's case. I was like, I was interested to see how it would play out. 
Yeah, I mean, I when that happened, I'm like, okay, so why did Wong abduct him? There's got to be some, like, crazy explanation that Marvel's going to drop, which will lead into, like, five different movies and four different more plot lines. No, nah, it was just some random reason, like, completely unrelated to the MCU, right? Well, he had to prove himself as Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. Oh, then I just... That was the point. Like, he had, he needed, like, a worthy op- opponent, I oh, think, to, like, prove himself as Sorcerer Supreme. Then I just completely skipped that part. Well, were you watching Perhaps it on two times t- speed? No, I was watching. He probably just speed. didn't watch it. Like no, when he says he didn't watch it, he literally just didn't watch it. Like I said, they're all fillers. You can take five second clips from each episode up until episode eight, and you know enough you need to know to finish the series. Raj, you are the worst. It's not a bad series, personally. I just think most of it was filler. Okay, well, I think the big thing about the show is that. I don't think it was made for everybody. And I no. think it was very clearly not made for everybody. Yes. And I think, of course, with this show, there's like a lot of like controversy, even though there like really isn't anything there. It's just like, you know, you have the very vocal minority of the assholes online who don't actually like seeing women in positions of power. And then you have the it's a politically charged movie that shouldn't a tv show that should not be politically charged exactly and then you have the people on the other side that say well if you criticize this show at all you are any time of any type of ist or phobic and it's like yeah it's really it's the in between it's like is it perfect not at all but is it that bad it's not that bad and I don't mm. think it was – it was clearly trying – this is a lawyer show about a witty character who sometimes breaks the fourth wall and then eventually does <laughs> literally break the fourth wall. Um, but it's – it clearly wasn't made for everybody, and I don't think that you're a bad person if you don't like the show. Like, if you just don't – if it's just not your cup of tea, whatever. But – I don't think every single person that hates the show is a horrible person, but obviously there are those people that do think that, but you know, it doesn't need to be as politicized as it is, but of course that's just the world we live in. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be politicized either way you put it. Um, I think talking a little bit more detail here, I think episode one showed you everything that was like kind of bad about the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm I've said on the pod before um, in other reviews, I don't mind political stances these shows take for. I often agree with what they say, though I don't like how they put it in the show. So I did not like um, how Falcon and Winter Soldier was done with like just Falcon giving his, or I guess Captain America at this point, um, with Sam Wilson giving his entire speech, like his entirely politically charged speech just in the finale. Like I didn't like that. It could have been woven in better. Show, not tell me. And I think they did the same thing in She-Hulk where in the first episode, they have a bunch of themes about pronouns and they have a bunch of themes about women not being safe. Um, and like female lawyers and they, they do a lot more telling than they do showing. And I think that, I think you can really tell that. And that's what makes a bad, a show bad because I can easily tell that they did something, but a good theme they worked into the show was they did a really good job describing how there's a difference between male lawyers and female lawyers, how a female lawyer is expected to be like, she can't be herself at work. She needs to be her Hulk form at work because people want to use her for that. And they didn't do that theme explicitly. They used her powers to kind of show that dynamic. And that was really well done. And they built on it throughout the year. And they kind of showed how Jen wanted to be herself and how she felt like trapped by it. That was a really good thing they moved in because they didn't expressly say, hey, you're a woman at work. You need to like you need to be differently than yes. you are at home. They said they used her Hulk personality to weave that all in. 
And that was really well done. But when they do it in episodes one and two, when they explicitly tell you what their political agenda they're trying to pass is, that's really bad. And that's why you get the reactions on social media, which is unfortunate because that's what brings, I think, a lot of negative press to the show. And that's what you don't want to see. So yeah. I think those kind of went away after episode one and two. And I think each episode had a little bit of fun to bring. I don't really get the whole fourth wall break thing at the end. It's kind of just like whatever to me. Like, I don't, <laughs> it I don't felt really... very, cause I have seen. So like, I felt like I was in a fever dream. So here's the thing is that in the comics, she Hulk was, was very similar to daredevil or no, not daredevil, Deadpool. Who's like, you know, like very like fourth wall breaky, whatever. I believe She-Hulk was actually created before Deadpool. And like Deadpool's like loosely kind of like based off of like that style. But yeah, I'm not familiar with the comics. Yeah, no, I'm not super familiar. I'm kind of like, this is sort of like secondhand, like whatever. But I think they just needed to do a better job at including those kind of like fourth wall breaks more in the like show itself. So it didn't feel as just like out of nowhere the finale felt like where she's literally climbing through Disney plus. That was cool though. I was like, which was like really cool, but I was like, what is happening? Like it was so confusing. It was so out there. It's like, it was kind of just like, Oh, this is a show about lawyers. And it's like, Oh, okay. Now we're just like completely being so meta. And I'm talking to you, the audience and Kevin Feige, our robot overlord who controls everything. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> I really like that part. I kind of liked it because they like kind of like, like of like the whole thing with the CGI budget and I'm not being able to so, show the transition. I feel like they, it kind of in a way kind of like showed like a way to kind of like express their own shortcomings in the show itself mm -hmm. in a way that's kind of funny. Like when they're like, is it okay if I like transform now? They're like, no, we don't have the budget for that. Yeah. I actually think in Raj building on what you said, I think. So I've heard people saying that doesn't like excuse. It's really just one person. Um, but I've heard them saying um, they're not overly negative. It's fair, crit fair, fair critique of the show. Um, that like just saying like just using a fourth wall break to excuse bad writing and bad like editing and stuff is like a bad excuse. I almost feel like it's not, and I think this would be more encouraging for the MCU. I think people kind of like even through the trailers, Andres was big for saying he's like, man, the CGI looks terrible, and the CGI was not as bad as the trailer in the show. I don't like how she hold Hulk looks. I don't know why it looks so off. It's an uncanny valley type thing. Where yeah, like, it just does. It's close, but it just doesn't get to like that photorealistic, like something like Thanos, where like it looks like something that could. Hulk like, looks fine too. Hulk looks fine because they already had those assets from yeah. Infinity War and, and Endgame, so like they have that. But yeah, it's that uncanny valley where it's like it's very close to being fine, but it's like just slightly off, and you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. So like. Editing wasn't great, but I think if you're an MCU fan, you should be excited because the MCU is not like oblivious to the fact that their CGI was is not up to par. And like in this show, they're not like just blind to the fact that they write the villains their exact same way or the same kind of situation happens at the end of every season. They are very aware of it. And they made it. They made them like they said they were very aware of it in this finale. So I think this is almost a cool. This might be the last phase four project. Phase four project. I think either Black Panther is or this one is. I think but Black Panther is, yeah. I think it is too. I think it gives you a little bit of like confidence going into Phase 5. We all think Phase 4 has been a little bit disappointing. Um, we've talked about that in some of our other reviews. If you want to check them out, I'll link them below. Um, but I think this is almost a little bit encouraging as like a, hey, 
they know what's going on. I think they're in a good, I, I think this kind of like the fourth wall break was almost like, we know hey the show is inconsequential. We get it. Yeah. yeah, like we know, like this was planned, like we're just setting things up. And I think that's yeah. exciting. Um, I think they do a lot, like Vice said the show is inconsequential. I think like versus in space, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, they had Daredevil show up. I like his costume personally. I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited to see him. I still like, they're still giving the same Matt Murdock type of energy. So I like, yes, they're not like just abandoning his character style right at the moment. Um, I think Jen, like I said it before, I think she's a really cool character. So excited to have her in. Um, I hope we see more of Emil Blonsky. Um, so I think they set some things up well, and I think season two of She-Hulk could be really cool. Bruce I do think like they do. Yeah. What? He was getting busy on Sakaar. Bruce, do- yeah, Bruce does have. <laughs> Okay. why'd you say that um Bruce does have a kid but like I think some cool things happen not big consequential but like I am excited for season two I think they kind of go the same style with some court cases and just kind of being uh fun with it there's no reason yeah. I wouldn't and I thought what was really interesting is they kind of had like Jen's very like out there like this is the first time they've really ever explored like relationships as much in like yeah. the season like, like Jen actually. was always like Jen mm-hmm. yeah so I, I thought that was interesting yeah yeah but but like for is, me, is, again that that was like, i think that was a good way of weaving in again we're talking about like the political narrative a little bit like how people need to change themselves online to like because people won't accept them for like who they actually are and particularly female i think it's a good way of showing it through the whole personality so i really liked how they showed those themes in it because they showed it more but just like i think they made some questionable writing decisions early on yeah yeah that's true and also I, I need to go on a rant about Daredevil a little bit because go on a rant. I I Uh-oh. know like he's my favorite character. No no no, it's not what you think. Because when I say better. rant, no no no, it's when I say rant, it's just like I hate how people just like it's become such a trend just to bag on the MCU for just doing anything. Or they're like, oh, Matt Murdock made a joke. His character's ruined. It's like you clearly didn't watch the show at all. Like, you have no mm-hmm. idea that he's, like, he's naturally a very sarcastic character. And that is very in character for him. Because, you know, growing up blind, you probably get made fun of a lot. So what do people do with, when they get made fun of a lot? They get funny. That's <laughs> what happens. And, like, it's just, it makes sense. It works. It makes sense that why it's like, yeah, you know, maybe he's in L.A. He's, like, working as a lawyer. He's got to do these bigger cases so that way he can go back to New York City and then just help the small people, like help the people that can't pay for these things. Like that makes complete sense why he'd be there. And in LA of all places, it's like, yeah, you probably just got celebrities wandering around in the streets and it's like, okay, he's walks in and just schools Jen. Like he is clearly an incredible lawyer and somehow his character is ruined. It's like, no, the first scene he's in, he's just a good lawyer. Like, that's Matt, exactly what he's supposed to be. And, and if you watch the show, Matt Murdock is late to all all these court cases all the time. Like, it's funny that he shows up late to this case. Because he's exactly. always late. Like, that's, that's in character for him. And it's like, oh, well, he just, like, hooks up with Jen out of nowhere. It's like, nah, he's got that dog in him. He's that guy, okay? Do not get on me. Matt Murdock is a dog, Okay. <laughs> Do not even come at me about that. Or then it's like, oh, he makes the joke. Or like, oh, he's like not standing. Like there's some weird things where it's like, oh, he's letting Jen take the lead or whatever. It's like, yeah, she's a Hulk. Why wouldn't he do that? She can't die. Like she's like, yeah. 
she can body Matt Murdock so easily in a fight because, like, she can do the clapping thing and he can't run away from an airwave. Exactly. And it's like, oh, well, she just beat the crap out of him. It's like, yeah, because he's a blind fist fighter. She is a Hulk. Like, uh, guys, think about this here. It makes sense why this is happening. It's just the actual Hulk fought Fenris. Exactly. Like, a gigantic, like, wolf. Like, Stop, okay? Like, it's so infuriating to me when people just immediately jump to Daredevil's character is ruined when they clearly are just trying to find any excuse to bag on the MCU. And it's like, no, this is still so in character. It's like, well, the show was more serious. Well, this one isn't. Matt Murdock isn't always depressed and isn't always crying about Catholic guilt all the time. <laughs> Obviously, that's what is making this character really, really good in the show. But he's also a human being. And he's allowed to have yes. fun. Like, it's okay. And I'm sure, like, in his show, like, Justin, you were saying this. I forget when you were saying this, but I do have to quote you with this. That Marvel would be so stupid if they actually messed with the Daredevil character and the formula. Because they have a built-in audience from that show. And if yeah. they just carry that those themes over, they have an immediate hit. And this is why I mentioned earlier about them, like, being self-aware. Like, I think people forget sometimes very smart people work for this company. They built an enterprise that is, like, no other in, like, film history. So, like, the idea that they're just going to, like, ruin all these characters and they don't know what they're doing with the MCU, like, cool. And also, you're still watching. If you're watching this review, you probably watch She-Hulk, which means you're still, like, consuming MCU content, which is ultimately making them win. So, if you want to complain, go ahead. They're not going to mess with Daredevil's character. I think a lot of the stuff they've done with these characters has been good. I think they've just made some interesting writing techniques but i also spoke about in other reviews these are tv shows we're critiquing we're not really critiquing the movies we could we critique eternals because but there was a lot going on in eternals they were introducing a set of characters that like so many characters like it wasn't always going to be great but otherwise the movies haven't really been like that bad it's been the tv shows we're kind of critiquing a little bit so i think it's really easy to be like they're gonna ruin matt murdoch and i'm like you, also, like, Charlie Cox worked the Daredevil character for a lot of years. I don't think he's just going to sit there on set and be, like, out of character for Daredevil. I don't really think exactly. it's going to work that way. Um, he has too much... I think he has too much pride in that character, so... Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be concerned. I also don't think... I didn't think Matt Murdock looked out of place at all in that season. I didn't... There was not one point where I was like, he's acting different because he's in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, overall, I... I don't know where I'm going to put it on my ranking. It's so hard because like, not a lot of important stuff happened. Loki, like, broke the timeline. Yeah. Um, but, so I'll have to, like, kind of, like, think about it. But overall, I think it was pretty good. Can I just get everyone's thoughts on Bruce showing up and kind of, like, what role he played in the show? Just because I was, like, a couple the first two episodes. I mean, I liked that he was trying to be a mentor. I think there was some writing choices in those first ones that just, like, really weren't good. Um, like... Yeah, well, him saying bruh was very funny. That caught me so off guard. But um, I think, like, there was, like, uh, during Jen's monologue where she's, she's like, oh, like, I uh, always, like, control my anger because I do it more than you. And it's, like, he's been Hulk for 10 years, and also, like, he's trying to help. Like, mm -hmm. if they just ended it before as, like, I have to do this all the time as a woman that would have been a perfect monologue, but that last edition of, like, and I'm better than you, it's like, in this context, you're literally not. 
mm-hmm. like because he it, he should know more. And then of course again we eventually learned it's like because of like her specific genetics, like she's able to like control the Hulk gene better. But it's like he is trying to help. And I do like that he was there, but I feel like he could have been used a little bit more, mm-hmm. I feel like. It was kind of just like she became She-Hulk in less than an episode. Yeah. And it was just very, very fast. But I know you you had to get like get the plot rolling. You had to get to like the actual stuff you needed to do. This isn't like a true origin story, like of just that's all this is. Like you needed to get going. But I just thought there should have been like a little bit more to that. But mm-hmm. that's just me. Mm-hmm. No, I kind of like I they didn't underuse Hulk's character like they didn't just throw him in for a cameo, but uh, they didn't overuse him. Like I feel like a little more use of Hulk through here and there because after the first episode, he was just kind of like. He was just a loose cameo after that, after the first episode. And then in the last episode, Hulk swoops in to save the day, and then Jen's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. And then you don't see him again until the little, like, post credit scene where he brings in his son, where I don't even know where he got that from, but... <laughs> I I do really like um, that they, like, he they have him come... When he came in, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. He was just in outer space. Like, he, like of course he showed up for the finale, and then they, like, reversed it. And I was like, that was actually cool because I was like, getting mad. Um, yeah. So um, what I will say is, and Peter, you kind of touched on this. I like that they did the She-Hulk backstory really quick. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I wish they kind of did a mentoring a little bit more. But like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how long they explain like the science behind like no, Jen yeah, becoming yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't know the science and the science doesn't exist. So it's, like it's a made up fantasy. So, land. so I think some people are, are like, oh, wow, Jen, Jen got like in a car crash, got the Hulk blood, became Hulk way too fast. And I'm like, the, the what's about what it's, what the show is about is Jen being a lawyer as a Hulk. Yeah. It's not about like how Jen got her powers. Mm-hmm. If you want a whole like episode, like a whole prequel on that, like go read the comics or something like, mm-hmm. like I like that they did it fast because they got actually into what mattered. And I've, uh, openly, like, been positive about um, Spider-Man Homecoming doing that, where they were just like, got bit by a spider, cool Spider-Man, and they could do that a little bit more because Spider-Man's a well-known project. Um, yeah. But I did like to do that. So, overall, I'll give the show a solid, like, 6, 7 out of 10. I think it was a good watch. Um, not much consequence. Thumbs up wrong. from me. Thumbs up from Peter. It's and, uh, good. And uh, maybe Raj watched it Thumbs not up. A, no, 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 this is this is higher than mid. This is okay. It's 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 it's, it's all right. It's a, like it's a right. seven sixty degree angle. Exactly. It's not yeah. perfect. It's definitely got some flaws. But don't just let everybody tell you what to think about it. Just go watch it. It's it's fine. It's fun. It's a fine time. It's pretty quick watch yeah. too. So there you go. It's, it's not. Like it's Kirk, yeah. It's like Kirk Cousins, mediocre. Uh, all right. a little bit more than mediocre a little. <laughs> anyway that has been this episode of the wash athlete podcast we hope you all enjoyed our she hulk review we do reviews for every mcu project coming out so in about 20 days we're gonna have wakanda forever we're gonna hop on that pod real quickly we also have a lot of other cool content cobra kai content sports content and our regular podcast so if you made it this far and you really like this review we'd appreciate it if you checked it out make sure you drop a like subscribe and otherwise we hope to see you next time on the wash athlete podcast 